0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to You're Not Lost, You're Here. Um, And I am your host, Cameron. I just, okay, this is very weird. So, whatever. We're just going to get through it. (laughs) I'm still getting used to this. Um, But I definitely just wanted to do an episode where I feel like in my last episode, I didn't get to talk too much about who I am specifically. I feel like I kind of just introduced my podcast and where I see my podcast going, and I remembered and realized right after I posted it, I was like, well, I feel like these people don't really know who I am, (laughs) so I thought I would just do a whole episode, and I definitely wanted to bring Austin, he is a part of Cameron Hayes Photography, and he is kind of the the behind-the-scenes everything. I mean, he's co-owner, producer, agent. The backbone. Yeah, The okay. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Just kidding. No, he does so much work for our business, and he's also the boyfriend. So he... I guess I can let him talk now. I guess I don't have to say everything. Go ahead. He pretty
1: much said it all. I mean, that's basically what I do. I mean, I hold this business together.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. No, I'm just kidding. No.
1: I I do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I um uh, that's mainly where I I like to be is making sure all the business side of stuff is going to plan and keeping her focus more solely on creativity rather than trying to run a business. So
0: Right. I mean, I do I I we do some of that together, but for the most part, he's really on top of all that. I mean, and he even goes to some of my campaign shoots and does the behind the scenes stuff. There. Definitely a second shooter. Right. Definitely he, an assistant. He can be kind of holder. Yeah. He can be just a bit of everything. So, um, I just, I don't know. I definitely wanted to bring you on.
1: I mean, yeah, that's, that's where I came to, I guess, to Cameron Hayes photography was I came in as somebody that would take the load of business and, making sure, you know, all, all the business side of things, you know, we'll get into that in a different episode probably right, stays yeah. on that side where, because a lot of creativities or a lot of creatives that, you know, own a business as it kind of suffocates you when you own a business, have to worry about 10 other different things while trying to take a pictures. But, you know, we'll, right. I guess you can, we don't have to talk about that right now, but you can talk about where, I guess what this podcast is about, like where you came from, how
0: no, we're not going to talk about what this podcast is about. That's no, like where
1: you came from.
0: Oh, oh what this specific, specific episode is going to be about. Yeah. Not the podcast.
1: That's what I just said. Yeah. I you didn't... said what
0: this podcast is going to be about. I did?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, what, you, Whatever. Wh- where you're from, <laughs> you know, how you got into photography, you know, how I became a part of it. I don't know. I mean, right. Wherever it takes us.
0: I, I kind of just wanted to, t- to introduce ourselves and... Just give a little background of who we are. And because I, I, like I said, I feel like on social media, I just, I share mostly my work. I feel like I don't, and I don't really even share you that much. I mean, like we're in the bio and everything, but I feel like when people meet us, they're well, shocked I'm, I'm very, a little bit. I'm
1: very non-social media, like, I don't really do any of that stuff. Like, right. I don't go on instagram the only thing i go on is youtube and i just want to add a quick thing in here please excuse audio we are sharing a mic right now yeah sorry we couldn't get the second one in time so <laughs> we just are bumming off one mic but i mean for me i was never really too big in the whole social media i mean i barely even use instagram i mean it to me it's more of like a marketing tool than it is like a personal tool but that's just how i see it you know right so
0: yeah i i feel like we I feel like our Instagram, like the Cameron Hayes Photography Instagram is, has been something I have been using as like a portfolio almost. Like I don't really get too personal on there. So I think that's just really what I wanted this episode to be is to, like, I know like when we meet clients, like I said, when we meet clients and when I've met my friends through social media, when I finally meet them in person, they're almost like, shocked to know that you exist and that we do this together and I don't know I just felt like this would just be a great opportunity to introduce ourselves like officially you know so I guess I should just start. I guess from... who we
1: are as a business too right <laughs> but yeah I mean I guess I guess you should start from like
0: not the beginning of time, but just the beginning in general. So 1999. Where, yeah, I guess. So, yeah. I also feel like a lot of people think I'm either really young or really old. So to clarify, I am freshly 22 years old. Austin's 21. I am a sugar mother. For those of you wondering, a sugar mama. <laughs> Nothing to say? I
1: like my older women. Okay. What can I say?
0: Yeah. Nothing to say on that one, huh?
1: Once you get out of high school, it doesn't matter.
0: Whatever. <laughs> So, anywho um <laughs> so I guess in the beginning, so right now Austin and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina together, and we've been living here about three years, but um, I was actually born in Durham, North Carolina. Austin was born he- here in Charlotte, North Carolina and moved back to Durham when he when you were like, what two two, yeah. like pretty early. So we were both pr- pretty much raised in Durham, North Carolina, and we went to school together. Um, practically grew up together, and I think I got a creative bone at a very young age. I always liked to draw. Austin really liked to draw. He w- he went to an art school for a little bit, and I think we all we both had like a creative mindset at you know, very young in our lives. And me personally, I know that I always felt like I kinda didn't fit in. I mean, this is a very small town. You kind of just did very generic thing. Like when you got out of high school, you you went to school or you went to work. You know, you didn't really start your own business a yeah, lot. You of the either times here. either
1: stayed in Durham or you left Durham. That was like your right. your two options.
0: Right. And so, you know, us getting to high school, you know, at this point, like eighth, ninth grade, you know, I have been a, a very creative person at, to this point. And at this point, I have my own camera. I ask a lot of my friends, my sister, you know, mutual friends, people I didn't really know if I could take their pictures, We're going downtown, going to this random open field. I mean, I was really just doing whatever I could to keep that creativity, and it was just fun. It was really fun to me. And so, yeah, it basically just started off as a hobby, obviously, as a kid. That's just something, you know, I enjoyed doing. And then come like senior year, I think that's when I really got into film photography class in school and hated it. Absolutely hated it. Just, okay. Sorry, Mr. Tweemeyer, if you were listening to this, but I really just didn't like it. I didn't like being assigned projects, projects, excuse me, for photography. Like I want to do my own thing. I wasn't Back then, this is like, what, 2017, 2018? Mm-hmm. Film wasn't popping like it is today. I mean, it was still like, eh, film, whatever. And so, yeah, it just wasn't my thing. We were doing black and white photography. I mean, it just it wasn't a vibe. And so I remember my photography teacher being really supportive of, Making my photography a career, and I, I think at that point I don't really know why I don't know why I was so worried about making money at this age. I feel like this age, like that's like, where it sparks. Like, oh, I just want to do something fun with my life. I feel like at a young age that's really what it's all about. But at that point in my life, I was so concerned with making money. And I think well, because that's...
1: everybody went out to high. I mean, never, everybody went off to college, where... right. You know, not saying everybody, but you go, you go to college for four years and you get out and you get a job that pays $50,000 a year where you're kind of like, mm, you're going to make 10000 or you're going to make 100000 It depends on...
0: Right. And all of our, fr- especially our friends, like not just everybody, like especially me and Austin's close friends. I mean, they were all going to college and, you know, doing something with their lives. So I think in my like subconscious eye was like... I can't do this like as a career. I and
1: That's where you went to Wake Tech,
0: right? Right. So like after I graduated high school, I said sorry photography, like it's not happening. I so I graduated high school and I went and did a semester in community college. Um and I I went I guess I went the first semester of community college. It was kind of just the generic classes, but I was going thinking that I would major in dental hygiene. And, which is a great job right not <laughs> not getting on anyone who is a dental hygienist was it for me no it really wasn't school in general wasn't for me hated school me and austin used to skip a lot we were not very good kids um <laughs> but at this point i think right after high school was when you moved to charlotte and I was still in Durham, right?
1: Yeah, because Durham just was not for me and where, you know, me and our family, my family was, it was just Durham was not the move, you know. We were we were ready for a change, you know, ready for a bigger city, ready to go expand. And I always owned own with quotations around it, my own business. You know, we me and my good friend we owned or we cleaned cars. And we did lawns. You know, that's how we made made our money. So I knew growing up that that's what I wanted to do my my whole life. I didn't ever want to work from somebody. I did that. I worked at Food line for maybe two weeks and <laughs> was like, hell to the no. I'm not working for somebody that's going to tell me my schedule. So, And that's kind of like where you struggled the most and I thrived the most. Like, Right. She, you, you had the creative eye and I had the business mindset where I wanted to make money and sustain my lifestyle on my own and do everything my own way. And you wanted to take pictures, but you didn't know how to make money off taking pictures or no, not even the first thing about doing a business. Cause my mom, she, she kind of is in the financial world. So she kind of walked me through, you know, we always had, You know, my uncle owns his own business or owned his own business. And so did my grandfather. So we kind of like all grew up in that different mindset of, you know, get it, get it how you get it, you know, get your own and that's what you're going to do. You don't work for somebody, you know, but I mean, that's kind of how I came about in the picture. I mean,
0: right. Because at this point, you know, well,
1: sorry, not to interject, but you were like really kind of getting depressed when you were in, in school. I mean, I I remember that.
0: I was sad because I was unfulfilled. I mean, I think every artist, struggling artist at that, knows a point, like, knows that feeling where you're just doing something to money. Doing stuff solely for money is unfulfilling. I hate to say that. As an artist, at least, it's really unfulfilling. Like, when you're not doing what you want to be doing, I mean, that's just, like, a terrible, terrible feeling, And I was also away from you. I mean, I know that's mushy to say, but I was, you know, I was also two hours away. We were long distance. So that was hard.
1: Specifically, I remember you being like super down when you were just going to school every single day to do something that you, in the back of your head, didn't really want you to do or didn't want to do. But you had all these people telling you, oh, this is a great profession and like. You know, right. me, me being the good boyfriend I am.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, you need to stop. You need to quit school. You know, oh, yes. Every, every, influence. <laughs> I was about to say, every negative thing you could probably say to somebody, <laughs> yes. I told her that she needed to do. And I was like, you just need to either stay there and focus on your profession or come, you know, come down to Charlotte where we were. Because, you know, Charlotte is like a bigger, it's a bigger area, but not the capital. So people know of Charlotte a lot more than they know of Durham or Raleigh, even though Raleigh's a capital. But, you know, I kind of convinced more, her. There's more
0: opportunity in yeah,
1: Charlotte. Especially with the, especially with like the photography scene and fashion, which you specifically got into. Because I remember when you were, when you were doing photography starting out, you did digital, right?
0: Yeah. So, right. I did, I did do digital photos, but I also never really had a specific pinpoint like I do now. Like I, I wasn't, solely at that point I wasn't solely going for working with brands I think I was just like doing it to do it just kind of shooting
1: just like editorial type shots oh back back to what I was saying though like getting you like in that in that state of mind where you were like super upset going to school and I was just like look like I'm gonna I'm gonna help you every single way I can and give you I mean I didn't have very I had very little knowledge about photography I never and did photography. I I was arts but I was like more along musical arts than I was in you know that that visual arts type of deal. And I was like, "Look, I'm going to help you in every way I can and go to school." I went to school briefly for business and I was like, "Nope, can't do it." And then, you know, COVID hit, but I wanted her to come down here and like be able to just do what she wanted to do and just take a year or two just to Really engage in the photography, and I'm glad you did because you know it ended up working out for you and in our best interests, you know, not just yours, right? Mine too, because I get the luxury of owning, you know, Cameron Hayes photography and running everything about that business, and you get the luxury of taking pictures and doing what you love, so right?
0: Yeah, I mean, back where I was, I think, yeah, so bottom line, I was in community college for like what eight weeks (laughs) no it was longer than that it was it was was like a month right or two i mean is it oh wait that's eight weeks yeah yeah so yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah probably about like we're business
0: owners not mathematicians
1: (laughs) (laughs) so probably like what i mean three months something like that or two months
0: i mean it was the first semester i mean whatever i was i was there a semester so and it was every
1: day every day you'd call me upset
0: right it it School in general wasn't ever for me. I I was not a good, you know, student, to say the least, in high school, middle school, everything. I mean, literally asked my mom for my report cards. Like, they were just terrible. I was never – I never loved going to school. Like, when me and Austin graduated, we were so done. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to miss – You know, high school. Am I gonna miss being sixteen? Yeah, because you're sixteen and there's no responsibility or no adulting. Yeah. Am I gonna miss high school? Uh, Hell no. I'm not gonna miss high school. So, I didn't miss high school. Still don't miss high school. I don't miss community college. The short time I was there, hated it. So after I threw away community college, I called up Austin. I said. You got some room for me up in Charlotte because that's what I, that's where I went. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to move up there with him and I wanted to do this full time. So I did it. And I'm so happy that I have really two great supportive parents who were a little skeptical. Three. Okay. Three, I guess. (laughs) So my mom, my dad and Austin's mom, they're all great. And so I guess that's kind of where it's all really started like professionally
1: yeah, I mean I mean yeah, professionally speaking, you started Ah, the squeaky chair, God, <laughs> It all really it all really started when you when you moved here and we said like if we're gonna do it we gotta at least like make an attempt to make money and make it a make it a business and
0: Try our hardest.
1: You know, I mean I my mindset is well if you try your hardest and it fails You tried you, you tried your hardest and you have nothing else and so, I mean, once you got down here, it was just kind of like, well, what do we do from here? Right. That,
0: that's where it was, honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm not the only person who who's felt this way ever. It's like, you leave your hometown and you like really, really leave. Like, that shit is scary. It is overwhelming. It is sad. Like, I moved, I was still living with my dad when I was in community college. So, when I moved out, It was. I was crying, like when I was up here. Like it was really, really a scary time, and I think, but that's just like the little push you have to do to get to where you want to be. There's
1: no, there's no risk without reward. You know, no reward without risk. Sorry, I said that backwards. But (laughs) I, you know, for me, like it was, it was definitely hidden for me. I didn't ever express it to her, but it was always like this, this mounting pressure of, you know, making sure, because that's kind of what she moved down here for was to grow her photography business and grow her reach, making sure that that's what happened when you moved down here. So it wasn't just kind of like you moved down here and then you're just stuck in a different place. Right. So I had like a big, big motive to make sure we tried our best and we did what we had to do to, you know, become, become what we are today. And I mean, we've grown. I mean, you started out on digital. Right. And then, you know, realized that shit was not, the move
0: no I did not I was shooting digital and I I don't know it was a lot not not it was a lot of work but it was just a lot of trouble for some for an image I didn't even wasn't even crazy about like you know presets and you got to go hard editing these photos especially of people and their skin, you know, they're telling me to take blemishes out to, you know, smooth their skin, whiten their teeth, all that crap. And I'm just like, look, I don't, I don't enjoy that. That's not the part I enjoy about this. And I get it. You got to retouch images and all that crap. But I think what really got me into Film photography. I bought a disposable camera. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I bought the disposable camera when we went to New York.
1: Well, before we go there, I remember. I remembered like, you would take these f- digital photos and edit them like film. Which I will. I will be the right. first one to admit. I did not like film at all. I I didn't think film was ever going to make a comeback. I didn't think film was the next big thing because I was like really into crisp, clear right photos, which obviously are a lot harder to edit because there's so many pixels in the one photo, but I was, I was heavily against getting or her getting into film because I knew the cost. And, you know, me being on the business side of things, I knew it was going to cost a lot of money getting a professional film camera after getting that professional digital. digital camera, getting, you know, you stuck with Canon, so you didn't have to really get lenses, but then right. the the recurring costs and, you know, infinite cost of film right. and development and, you know what are we gonna do about all that? And I remembered what we had a conversation, and you were like, "I, I want to switch to film," and I was like, pushing against it. And I said, "Well, if it's something that you really want to do, then
0: you're like, whatever. Let's I can't. just
1: let's just do it." Because I mean, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and hold you back and say that, oh, we're gonna stick to digital. Because, you know, if I would have done that, we probably would have been working a day job. I don't, I don't know. Like, we wouldn't have been where we are today with, you know, you shooting film and you know, working with some of the companies you have, because that's what came back in style.
0: Right. And I think like as a, I think as artists and photographers, like we never feel like it's good enough. The work is good enough. Like we're always pushing for, oh, I need this. I need this. I need that. I need to do this. So me not loving my digital photography was a huge problem for me, obviously. Like you, you have to like really love, What you're creating, and I just didn't, and so back to, I got the disposable camera. We went to New York. I met up with my friend Emma, in New York. I took some pictures of her on it. I mean, disposable cameras are, disposable cameras quality is trash. Well, you also
1: got that little Nikon,
0: right? That's when we were we were up. That was in New York. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I took my disposable camera up to New York, and while I was in New York, I went to an antique shop and found my first film camera that I ever bought, like, myself. It was just a point-and-shoot Nikon uh, EM camera. I feel dirty
1: just saying that word,
0: Nikon. I'm sorry. To Nikon (laughs) shooters, I just I cannot get with Nikon. I'm a Canon shooter. I'm sorry. Anywho, yeah, that was my first, that was my first, uh, like, real film camera. That and it I was owned. a good, it
1: was a good camera, but right. And you did the photo shoot of Emma
0: with that, right? On
1: that camera. Okay, yeah. Right,
0: I forgot. I so I did bring that to the city. And I shot it in it. And I also shot digital. Like back then I would say I would shoot film on, and digital on some shoots. Mhm. And I showed the pictures to Austin and I after I got everything back and I told, I said look at the difference. I said and I
1: think it was at that point like you right. it was like kind of a love at first sight even though you kind of like already knew it it was just like this is where
0: I was like I'm going to go. Like, I and yeah and I told you I said this looks so much better and it's naturally better. You know, I could not work with digital. I mean I hate to say that, like, as a photographer, you should just be able to work with whatever I feel like. But my my preference, I just did not, like, digital for the photography and the style that I was going for. It just wasn't. Well, there's that. also,
1: like, an intimacy of, of, like, taking a picture with a film camera that you just don't ever, ever get.
0: Right. With a digital
1: camera. Like, it's just, there's n- there's nothing that you can compare. Like, there are really good digital photographers. And there yeah. are really, really good digital artworks that are out there. But, I mean, you go and compare some of the modern art that's digital to, like, I don't know, uh, Ansel Adams' landscape Slim, photos or Slim, Slim Aaron's yeah. photos. Like, they just, and even, like, some of the modern, like Sam Damashek and, like, uh, Cameron Hammond. Like, they just, there's something, like, different.
0: Well, there's a lifestyle that's, to it it's it, that's what it is
1: it's like warm you know like that shot took like a lot more to produce not saying all digital photos don't take a lot to produce but like something about like the warmness and like knowing that that person spent a lot of time and effort staging that photo and right taking that picture at that exact time and i know that might piss a lot of people off that take uh, yeah. pictures on digital, but right.
0: I'm sorry to digital photographers for <clears throat> listening. And we're and not, our...
1: we're not right shitting on digital photographers because right. they are great artists too. But I mean, we we did work with a digital and a film photographer, and in... us
0: as the film photographers, right?
1: Yeah, us as the film photographers and the digital photographer just was there pushing a button.
0: No, I mean, it I was. Mean, that's not like it. It but... was.
1: It was good, but it was like it was. I. There was okay. no,
0: it felt like it, It. I mean, personally, sometimes working, when we work with a digital photographer, it feels like you, sometimes they can not put as, not put a lot of effort. Like they're just like, they're firing off these shots. And I just know when, when I knew when I shot digital, that's how it was for me. I mean, I'm firing off these shots and then I'm putting them onto a computer and it's like eight 80 million of one of the one picture, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it was one, yeah, you legitimately
1: got like 250 of the same shot because I mean, those cameras, all you do is hold the button, it goes right, just takes
0: right, and that's where it felt a little impersonal to me when I was shooting digital. It felt just not as creative as it felt when I when I when you get a good shot on film, that's kind of rare, honestly. I mean. There are so many great film photographers, so many great film photos in the world that exist right now, but personally, when you get that shot, that that is just, on film, it's just a whole different feeling than what it was on digital.
1: Well, I was about to say, I don't think you can even compare the two when, I like, like, to me, landscape photos, there are great landscape photos of digital landscapes, but... When you see a landscape photo of a film, like just a classic, even if it's colored or black and white, it I'm, feels always, I'm always, I'm always going to be drawn to the one that just has a little bit more character, like, which is, right. you know, for me, the film, which, I, you know, I was fully converted. I was a full yeah. fanboy. I, I was
0: about to say that. I was about to say I converted him, guys. I Yeah, really like I him. was a
1: full fanboy of, you know, digital artwork. And then after... You know, making the final switch to film and, like, having her do it and having her see, like, the different type of passion that grew from... And maybe that's why a lot of people are getting into film. I
0: mean, yeah, like, this is 2021 and Portra 400 is the most rare thing on the planet right now. I mean, we were buying it for (laughs)
1: 120 for five rolls and now it's almost 400. Right. Literally, Portra 400 is 400 bucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy how, you know, how much film has... Come over the years as well. It's come back, so. I mean, it's. I hope digital photographers are listening to this because don't go shoot film. You'll hate it. (laughs) Just yeah, for real, film sucks.
1: No, but um, like, even like it just it kind of like blew up in the past year. Like it was. Last year that it started like catching on. Well, I think it's the brands because all the big brands.
0: Yeah, they're all shooting film now.
1: Are loving the film look because. For some reason, people just like the way film looks when they see when when your average <laughs> yeah, person scrolling why? through Instagram, <laughs> they just like the the way film looks. And I mean, right? There are some film cameras where you really can't tell if they're if they're filming. It. And a, I see a lot of digital photographers editing their stuff on on like or editing their stuff to make it look like film. And I'm just like,
0: yeah, you know, don't shoot That's film. But why doing. aren't you
1: shooting film? Like, I was just, I don't. I, sometimes that stuff just doesn't make sense to me, but.
0: That's uh, for another podcast. I mean, that's for another episode, <laughs> not for this episode. This episode's a little just about us. It's kind of all over the I place. I feel like we're going know? all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's okay. <laughs> I
1: don't, Whatever. I just I don't know. I mean, we. That's
0: basically how we got into film, to say the least. Yeah. We, to
1: sum up the story, right? That's, and that's basically how you know we got to Charlotte, and you know, with you know her getting into photography. That's kind of like where. It all started, you know, from golly all the way back in beginning of high school, you know, where where it all kind of you start taking pictures of, excuse me, started taking pictures <laughs> of everything, and it kind of just started from there. And
0: right, I feel like I didn't even, I don't know, I guess I can make this on another episode because, you know, we are thirty minutes into this, but I feel like I didn't really talk about how I got into shooting with brands. That that also kind of came with film photography. I was already shooting film when I I started shooting with brands.
1: The the brand part of it is like very, you know, that's just another level of photography that you get to once you engulf yourself in photography. Like people don't, like the average person doesn't think how like a photographer that owns a business thinks. Like they think, oh, you're just going to pay a photographer to get. Well, when you go to the shooting for brands, then you start providing them advertising. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know. That can be a whole literal podcast, like a whole yeah. podcast episode that's three hours long talking about brands and all the ins and outs. And, you know, we don't even know all the ins and outs of brands. Right. But...
0: I feel like, yeah, I definitely don't want to confuse people. Like we're definitely, we're making this whole podcast and this specific episode, but I don't want people to think, because we still are only three years into this business, so we're definitely no experts or anything, especially when it comes to working with brands, but from personal experience, you know, we we do have a lot of personal experience so far, so...
1: And it's fun to bring y'all along, you know? Right, it's fun with, to
0: talk about, I guess, with like, other people, other back, than just us. Back to
1: when you were, like, talking about the podcast, you know, you, you really liked... uh shooting like I I'm shooting you really like talking to those other people and I thought it was really cool because I like listening I love listening to podcasts and like with this podcast there's really nothing like if if you if we do what we said we were going to do and talk to just all these different people there's really nothing else out there like it usually they're all like very single-minded focused into one sense where we're like we kind of want to talk to everybody about everything in regards to you know creative arts in business. So, I mean, that's right. You know, that's like, that's why I like wanted to, even you wanted to start this and talk to all these different people and get all these different perspectives on the different side of arts. Because I mean, there's going to be people that we bring on that program have way more experience than we do.
0: Right. Dealing with these
1: other people and give us knowledge that we don't have. And especially for somebody like you that might want to start a podcast or start, sorry, not start a podcast, but start, like, a business in that specific field, you would hear that information instead of, you know.
0: Right. And I think I just, um, I, I feel like it motivated me to do this because I had a lot of people coming to me. And, you know, I, when we started out, you know, three years ago, or just, it's even hard to believe it was three years ago. I mean, it feels like yesterday. yesterday. It feels yeah. like yes, Like, literally I feel like an old person Sounds like really that. cliche to say, yeah, oh my God, it sounds is. like yesterday, but. But it does. I mean, three years flies, it, it just flew by. So, and I feel like in three years with you, I don't know how I would have, honestly, I don't, this is cheesy, but I really don't know where I would be if you didn't. I mean, granted, I know you'd help me, Well, it's me, not but...
1: a, it's not even like really cheesy to say because there's a lot of photographers that you know. That lose their creative drive because they have to focus on the business. Right. They have, you have, like when you start a business, you have to make money or right. you're not a business. You're doing it as a hobby.
0: And that's, that's where it, get, right? Like you said, that's where it gets so tough because, you know, even working with you and helping and, you know, trying my best to help in any way I can with the business side of things, it's stressful and it's, it's like, Oh, I don't even like want to do this. I don't even feel like shooting today or I don't even you know what I mean? Like it's just like it you you get in these creative lulls I feel like and it and it just I think that's where a lot of one-person businesses creatively creative businesses, should I say, f- give up in a way. Yeah,
1: I mean, cuz it's it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of like sensory overload in a way where you have to focus on all the different things of you know, cause there's, it's not just like, I, I know like these YouTube people make it seem like it's all just, you just go out and you own a business and you know, you're going to make millions of dollars a year. Or you're going to, you know, do this Shopify store and do this, but it's just like, it's not that like, it's so much more in depth and maybe on a different podcast episode, we can talk about it. Because yeah. I don't want to
0: get off. Tra- I don't want to get too off yeah, track. There's but...
1: so much into that, that like, just if somebody is solo doing it. Right. It takes so much energy and effort to make sure you have everything right. right and are doing everything right so you don't get, you know, audited by the IRS or you don't like fall in fault of the North Carolina, you know, code or, or, or anywhere. Yeah. Like even, yeah, even at a federal level. I mean, it's just like.
0: I don't know. This is, we're getting really off track. We're supposed to be talking about like where I began, where you began, where we began. And we're kind of just everywhere. So again, I think we
1: got through that. I mean, right? I mean, I don't know. I I have a problem with talking a lot.
0: I go a little off track <laughs> too. I, I feel you.
1: I go I go everywhere. Sometimes I need to be like reeled back in. <laughs> yeah.
0: But well, guys, again, bear with us because we are new to this. So we kind of will just talk our heads off until we can't anymore. <laughs> until so. we get
1: tired of each other. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I mean, wasn't gonna say
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay.
1: Yeah, I mean. We did. We did switch mics. So that's you know we're we're still like growing. I guess we can talk about that. We're still like trying to get all of our bits. and pieces. We are in a closet, a literal closet right now,
0: and, recording yeah. this episode. Yeah.
1: So we're trying to like figure out what we need for like a little studio set and you know another mic. We can only we only found one mic that was the same black color. The other one was silver. So <laughs> who
0: cares about the color? You know we couldn't get two
1: mics to record this Drew, episode. True. True. Yeah. But. Well, and then, I mean, and then the like guests, you know, we're going to be trying to bring on a lot of different people with, you know, Brie being your first one. Yeah. Oops, we're going to have to bleep that out. I'll bleep that out in yeah, editing. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're going to
0: do that. Sorry. We yeah. don't want you guys to know who's going to be our first guest. But, I mean, I guess that's just where we are now. I mean, three years later, and, you know, we've worked with a ton of brands. We, not a ton, but we've worked with a good amount of brands. And we, I feel like we have a good amount of experience in both the creative side of things and the business side of things so far. I mean, I'm still learning. I mean, we're we're still,
1: that's why we want to talk to these other people because I, I personally want to learn more about the businesses and how other businesses think, Right. you know, just, you know, you want to talk to them and see like what their creative field's like. So, I mean, that's, we have enough experience to talk about it and learn as we go And I feel like it's kind of fun, like being on a journey where we're all learning together in a sense. You know, we're all going through it at the same time. So, you know, what we know, you know, and what we don't know, maybe you guys know or maybe you don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I definitely want people to, who are listening to this, I want them to, or you guys, I want you to come to me you know, via Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, because like I said in the last episode, I did put my, like, my handles and everything down in the descriptions. Um, I definitely want you guys, if you guys have specific questions for either myself or Austin, you know, definitely ask them, because that gives us, one, it gives us great feedback, and two, it helps us Know what to talk about and what you guys want to know. Yeah, from even us. topics like right. even
1: topics that you want to hear discuss. I mean, I love like being able to like give feedback to somebody and then them actually talk about it. I know some of those people like really ask like, oh, give us give us a load of questions and we'll see if we can get to all of them and they never actually do. So you know, well,
0: and I and I also you know like I just was telling Austin earlier, I you know this person who. I know through social media, I follow them on Instagram and, you know, they asked me about pricing or, you know, I've gotten a ton of questions asked about, you know, how do I deal with, with this certain client or, you know, how do I deal with this influencer or some, you know, I get a lot of questions on my Instagram. And so, sorry, I put my drink down. <laughs> and so I, I just, I don't know, if, if anybody listening has specific questions or, you know, topics you want us to cover, I feel like we can definitely do Which that. Which we'll be doing, a, <laughs>
1: we'll be doing a lot of different topics. Right,
0: like. right. So, but I mean, shoot, I mean, that's just, that's where we are right now. I feel like we've kind of said everything.
1: Probably too much. I mean, yeah, honestly, <laughs> we probably have said probably, too much. Probably talked for way too long since we're coming up on 40 minutes now, but. <laughs> I mean, we're just going to keep keep it going. I mean, like, just have natural conversations with each other or or with other people and just...
0: Or sometimes maybe I won't be on the show.
1: Talk about different... Sometimes
0: Austin might be on the show. No. No, I'm just kidding. Never. I'm just kidding. It'll probably be mostly <clears throat> me. I know Austin's not a big talker, it, but you guys wouldn't know because he just talked through this whole freaking thing, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we're going to have... We have some already, like, predetermined episodes that we're going to talk about, I and mean, we won't we won't get into those because you're gonna post them on yeah, online, but right. or post like the teasers to them. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff right now, starting off like photography based, but we will be like getting right. into more, more broader spectrum stuff. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but
0: well, like I said, like in my introduction, you know, episode, it, like you know, I guess it is all kind our, of covered in that in right. that episode. I mean, I, yeah, like our personal experiences are going to obviously be from a photographer's you know business owner's standpoint you know but I feel like in a creative sense it can relate with you guys if you're like I said if you guys are not photographers if you are just somewhere along the creative spectrum I feel like everybody can relate
1: yeah and I don't think so I don't think we should hold back on like I'm not gonna I know I don't I don't have a filter on myself when it comes to stuff like that, like, I will definitely not name names, but <laughs> we'll definitely talk about stuff that, like, really pissed me off or really, you know, set Cameron off or, you know... Or really made what us to, happy. Yeah, or made us happy <laughs> or what, like, you know... I don't know. Just a bunch of different stuff like that. Like, I think it's very crucial for people to know, like, right. that type of stuff right, in the photography sense and then, you know, other things. But I think we can... We can probably close it out here. I mean, right? We've think, talked about everything.
0: I I think yeah. I, I we got it. I think people know now have a little idea of who we are and who that again that you exist and <laughs> you are actually. I, I
1: I am an actual human. Yes, that you're a part not of. A, not a robot. Not a right. Whatever people think I am. <laughs>
0: right, and I I I think we covered the grounds of. Where we started, where we're at right now. And I think I just, I, I had a lot of people come to me and say, you know, you guys seem, or you seem so successful. And, you know, I'm not. I mean, I am. I, I mean, I <laughs> I'm don't not know, successful. I'm not successful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we're doing great, but I don't want people to think that no hardships came from that. Yeah, so that it's like I a walk to, in the park, which right.
1: everybody thinks it is for some reason, which and that's it's not. Really, YouTube's fault. Everybody thinks they can go out and start a business and just magically be success- successful. But right. it takes screw you, YouTube. It takes so much more than that, and we're not even close to being there. But you know, we've experienced it, and you know, I'm not. We're not going to be here, and you know, throw these fake shrills at you and should tell you how easy it is and that everybody can go do it when it's really not like that you know it's really right
0: we're gonna be that mean auntie who's gonna tell you how it is so just prepare (laughs) straight up
1: and that's how I mean honestly if we're being honest that's how I was raised like I was never raised on like these fake like oh god everybody wins everybody gets a medal you know how it is today participation yeah everybody gets a participation (laughs) medal like it was like either you win or you lose you're either successful or you're not you know either do you do well in your field or you don't do well in your field and you fail so i mean that's just that's my mindset he's when pretty it comes morbid to, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my mindset when it comes to stuff like that but i mean if you want to take it out for the next episode let's do yeah. it
0: so yeah i mean that was that was a great episode i think so
1: so we'll see you on the next one
0: right we're excited again hopefully you guys, we'll have a
1: second mic sorry yeah hopefully
0: yeah <laughs> right right hopefully by the next episode we will have a second mic I don't know it might just be me on the next episode we don't have don't really have the next episode planned probably yet. not if
1: you guys like hearing from me you know I would like to hear that you know I have a soul too you know, you know I like I like not being noticed but Austin also likes like being, being included noticed. yeah he likes I do. being included so. I'm, I'm excluded on a lot of different things but we won't talk about it because it <laughs> might strike a nerve or strike a tear. Oh should
0: go. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to subscribe, again, please subscribe down below. Leave us a five star. Leave us a review. Whatever the hell you want to do. And again, like I said, we will put the Instagram handle, the Twitter handle down below. And we will post you guys with updates as we get them because we're, we're just really not good at this at the beginning so just go right learning (laughs) as we go so yeah i guess we will see you guys on the next episode peace